Is character streaming just a gimmick or does it actually work? Is there a way to make character streaming genuine? El Dirty Squirrel is a Twitch partner and the leader of the Illuminati, and today he's going to teach us all about character streaming. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. It is so good to have you here with me today. It's been a minute since I've recorded an episode, so I'm really excited to be back. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas and an amazing New Year's. Thank you for everything, for all the just everything from 2018. I mean, it was a a whirlwind of a year. It was crazy. And we didn't even really get started until like five months into the year. So I'm really excited to see what 2019 is going to do for us, EM fam. I love you all so much. Uh, And there's going to be actually the the next episode will be focused all on what we're going to be doing in this podcast and the YouTube channel and the streams in 2019. So get ready for that episode uh, in one week. In this episode, we're going to talk to someone who is playing a character streamer on their stream. So this is something that I think, especially in the very beginning, a lot of us are curious about. And we think maybe if I can just be someone else during my stream, then I will be more interesting. And I feel like for some people, this comes from the place of we don't consider ourselves interesting enough just being who we are, right? Which is unfortunate because all of us have stories to tell. We've got something to share. And so we kind of we have this low self-esteem and low sense of confidence that makes us feel like we need to accommodate by becoming a character. Now, that's only for some of us, though. There are some people who are fantastic character streamers because that's genuinely who they are and that what that is what makes them excited. That is something that pulls them out of bed every day is because they want to become someone else to uh, just kind of like personify an ideal for people, which I find incredibly fascinating. That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. We're going to talk all about like how to get partnered as a character streamer, how to make character streaming genuine, how to make it uh, authentic and and real for people. Because sometimes you, some of you have probably seen this where it's just not people don't pull it off very well. So we're going to talk to someone who pulls this off incredibly well. I'm really excited for you to meet El Dirty Squirrel. He's a fantastic character streamer. He has done so much in the community, and I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. So I will see you afterwards. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stream Coach podcast. Today with me, I have El Dirty Squirrel, who's a Twitch partner and character streamer. We're going to be talking about (laughs) character streaming, and we're also going to be talking about streaming variety. So what's up? What's going on? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here with us. It's going to be awesome. So let's start Mm -hmm. at like the very beginning of your journey. Tell us how you found Twitch and how you started streaming. Are you ready for this roller coaster of a ride? Yes, I freaking am. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I got started 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 streaming started or, stream. uh, about four years ago. No, I think we're coming around on four years. Um, I actually moved. I live in. I'm close to Boston. I'm not going to give my exact address, but I live in the Boston area. I moved up from Maryland actually just to kind of get out of the bar scene, and I gotten a degree and everything. I was like, I'm gonna move and get a job. I got a job at Wayfair. Have you guys uh, familiar with Wayfair.com? Yeah. Just the furniture. 
I got a job there, was all set up, and like three months in, I had a freak brain tumor discovered on the weekend. And uh, I spent 16 days in the ICU, and they, you know, operated my brain. <laughs> what? And, uh, yeah, it was it was oh, a freak incident. Wow. So, um, and then I had to go through radiation and all that stuff. We don't want to talk about all that, but uh, in the healing process and being kind of like fighting the depression and everything else, I I actually just ordered an Xbox, an Xbox One. Nice. <laughs> like I came out of the hospital and I was like, I was like my wife, I was like, I don't have to send it back, do I? Do I have to send it back? I don't have to send it back. Aww. She's like, no, you don't have to send it back. Um, but so I was playing, uh, we were streaming on the Xbox. You know, when like streaming, like when those systems came out, you could stream on the system and I think lots of people were doing it. So that's where I got started. And the, the dog you saw, I was feeding treats for follows and we, uh, we started there and it was kind of weird, a weird ecosystem because like I was playing games early in the morning. So like I got started on games that were just coming out because I didn't have a job so I could start. And, uh, like I would end up with like six, 700 followers or viewers like crazy on the, on the Xbox or whatever. Cause like, I guess back then if you went to buy the new game, you were featured right there. If you were the number one streamer on the system. So like I was getting mad views. It was a really crazy time. But uh, I, I did that for like a year on and off, and then it kind of like took off into this L Dirty Squirrel thing and changed over, and now I'm here. <laughs> nice. It's just evolved since then. But yeah, it uh, it never really was supposed to be a you know full time thing or something that I was going to do. But like I really got into it, and probably about this year was when we really you know made it work monetarily. So, but um, I've had the time and the effort. So. That's awesome. That yeah. is a that's a freaking journey. Like seriously, <laughs> yeah. I'm what? Yeah. That's that's awesome. So, what year was it that you actually started streaming? Uh, where is it now? It's 2018. So 2015. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Nice. It's all really it's all really a blur. Nice. Okay. But so, I'm, I'm not making it up. I'm not. Whoa. Yeah. I so cool if star. you're if you're listening to this on the podcast, he just showed us this pretty <laughs> dope scar. It's my lucky horseshoe. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. So you started streaming on Twitch. You're streaming on Xbox. You mm-hmm, were seeing mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. some pretty massive viewer numbers. Like that's really for someone who had kind of just started out and not really been doing it that long. That's that's great uh, mm-hmm. talk to us about your partnership journey what was that like how okay, how much so, time did it take how much time did it take and uh how did how did all that happen so those numbers meant nothing let me just tell you that <laughs> um it also streaming for me that that was like kind of the first step and then the next step was i'm such a creative person i have a degree in art uh, and new media and design and i'm a, i wanted i actually got it started my degree in computer programming i was like i want to do something more creative so i was like looking into website design and stuff anyways bring me back to then i was i was like man let's add some flavor to the channel i wanted to do these alerts i wanted to do these overlays and then all this other stuff which you see today but um, yeah, it's just kind of transitioned to that. I ended up start streaming on a PC, getting a green screen, slowly building up, uh, you know, buying piece by piece. And then, you know, eventually deciding, <laughs> you know, making the terrible decision like, hey, I should put on a costume and stream as a character. That would be interesting. And it transitioned to that. And uh, we actually just got partnered three months ago. We've been streaming for a long time, but we just got partnership. Um and that kind of happened through a lot of steps of 
trying to gain exposure. I've always felt like I'm a variety streamer, and I'm sure we'll dabble into that, but uh, that's always been an upward battle, at least towards this this grind of partnership. And uh, exposure is a huge thing. So, like, I was lucky enough to get some front page time, and that that really blasted me uh, probably where I am now. That really kick-started it to where I am now, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you actually put on, a, like, a... A costume, and you did variety, or you did, uh, you did character streaming for a while. Mm-hmm. We're, we're definitely gonna get into that because I want to hear yeah, yeah, yeah. all about that experience. But I feel like there's so much to really unpack whenever it comes to variety streaming. There are so many people struggling with that right now, and mm-hmm. I'd really like first off, just just tell us what is variety streaming. Like, what does that mean? Right, so we use this all the time, the variety streamer, which means we just play everything, right? We don't have a, a main game that people are really, we really bunker down and play every day. And uh, if you show up tomorrow, we could be playing a totally different game. So yeah, it's just a variety of different games, and it's really the toughest thing to probably stream on Twitch. Yeah, it really <laughs> in reality, is. Yeah. yeah, in reality. Yeah, because you get people that come into your channel and... They love you for one specific game, and then the next day, the different game, they're like, oh, I, I don't really like this. Okay. And they don't come back. Like, people mm-hmm. are, are coming in and out all the time. Did you ever think, like, maybe I should stick to just one game because it will be easier on me? <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, I wouldn't say easier, but it would have been uh, maybe a quicker path to success or a quicker path to partnership success i don't know like mm-hmm. um i would have gained more views i would have gained more exposure i still would i still would like i i don't consider myself a big streamer at all um uh, still very very small in comparison especially you know those those dorks with a thousand subs oh my gosh but, um, <laughs> so yeah i mean i think I think playing one game is an easier path but it's still tough to pick said one game you know what game are you gonna play is it is it for you? Is it viable? Are you going to get burned out after six months of playing it? But, um, yeah, that's, that's like a huge part of it is the burnout yeah. factor. Like there's so many people that I think are, they're streaming one game right now and they're doing really, mm-hmm. really well, but maybe six months in the future, or if they're able to stick with it longer, that's great. At some point, I think most people are going to have to kind of pivot their content to focus mm-hmm. on something else. So, as someone who is basically constantly doing that pivot and constantly changing games, how do you really like handle a switch like that effectively? Switching from from a single game to to variety. Switching from like one game to a different game. Yeah, I think. Well, I think you can successfully do it as long as you've established your base and that your base is there for you rather than the game. Uh, yes. Or you know, at least it's a good sixty forty. You know, I mean, maybe, uh, but. I think I think it's just doable. I think you just have to. I think you can't just turn the game on anymore, especially now with uh, all the streamers. You can't just turn the game on anymore, and uh, so you have to be good at the game, or you have to have a niche while you're playing said game, and you have to be at the top of the page every time to get new people. So I think switching the game is can be done, but are you going to switch to a game that's the same genre? Are you going to stick to the same genre because otherwise you might lose viewers? That's another thing you could do. I think, um, or I think would be an easier switch if you're playing one game say you're playing minecraft maybe switch to another survival like seven days to die or or you know those type of games uh i don't think you could just switch around and play barbie's funhouse and have the same (laughs) success but yeah 
yeah, switching or playing one game is the way to go, but uh, easy burnout. I could play WoW. I think I could play World of Warcraft. It's I've tried. It's not viable for me in my at my current setting, but I could play WoW all the time. I could play it six hours a day, seven hours a day. Nice. Yeah, I was like that with Dota for like four years. I just streamed yeah. Dota, and that was it all the time. But... Mm-hmm. Even sticking to one game, I think you have to, like, choose that game well, right? There's something to be said for, like, mm-hmm. streaming a game that's super saturated versus streaming a game that that isn't. Maybe if you stream, like, right. The Witcher 3, which right now is a great game to stream. But if you pick that as your main game and you just stream that all the time, how long until you burn out? Also, is it, you know, how saturated is it versus how long can you actually stream that that game? It's so... Yeah, it's it's hard mm-hmm. to find the intersection between being able to stream something you actually enjoy, also something that's not super saturated, also making sure that you're going to be able to to stream it for a little while. And some people just can't do that. Like yeah, some people aren't not built for there's, that. Yeah, there's and there's a science to it. The picking of the game is there's a science to it. Almost, uh, I use I use a lot of external sites and and keep an eye on what's hot and try to see. You know, I know where my numbers are going to be when I turn on the stream. Am I going to be at the top of that page? Like, you got to play those number games. And I hate that I have to do that. But now that I've kind of transitioned into a business, I have to. But Yeah, you definitely at a certain point, you have to start freaking thinking about that. So what are those what are those strategies? What's that like science behind it? Yeah, I Pull think that it's, it's curtain back for us. Let's yeah, <laughs> I think it's knowing your numbers, knowing where you're going to start the stream. And uh, if said X game is going to bury you within you know the third or fourth row then maybe you're not going to get as much exposure i i think exposure is the biggest thing for me because i'm already doing something unique so so just getting eyeballs on me and then letting my my show hook them uh, rather than the game is the way to go so i try to be in the top two rows you know of of whatever game i'm playing hopefully that will build some exposure and Mm -hmm. some ways to ensure that is to Somebody gave me really good advice one time. I can't remember who it was, but if you're going to play a, a, a popular game, say Spider-Man came out. I waited three weeks to play Spider-Man, and I saw mad success because I was in the top two rows every time I started the stream, uh, which wasn't saying much. I think like 20 to 40 viewers you know, was putting putting us there. And a lot of new people were stopping by and saying, oh, well, holy cow, I, I was dressed up like Spider-Man or I had my cartoon as Spider-Man in there. You know, impressed by the show rather than just the game. And some of those people stopped by for the next game we played. So... Uh, that's the tactic I would use, you know, try to get yourself on those top two rows. Yeah, I completely you know? agree. And I think you also mentioned kind of like that idea of transcending the game. So like being being more than just the game that you're playing, right? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people, I think, they focus in so hard on the the content of the game and they kind of lose that that sense of themselves almost so if you're Mm -hmm. a viewer watching a streamer who's literally they're they're playing the game they're only talking about the game like that's it that's all the that's all the content is it's very much based in that game it makes it really easy to enjoy that game Mm -hmm. but at the same time once that person switches well maybe you don't enjoy the next game that they play so Mm -hmm. transcending i think was such a good call out it's it's very very important okay Putting so, it so elegantly. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, please. <laughs> please. I'm like, I need three more cups of coffee today. <laughs> um, all right. So 
there's I think there's also something that happens with variety streaming that a lot of people struggle with, and that's the fact that there's slow growth. Like mm-hmm. the growth is is way slower compared to if you were to stick to one game normally. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of get those through those periods of slow growth? Was there like a, a mindset shift that you needed to have, or did you kind of just accept that as the inevitable? That's just <laughs> what it is. Or <laughs> lots of curling into a ball and crying. Lots of that. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. It was. It was really slow at the. I mean, it's it's still slow to an extent, but it was really really slow at the start where. You know, and the, here's the thing about streaming is I can I had I remember having two viewers and I wanted four, and then I remember getting those four viewers and then I wanted eight. So like, where does it stop? I always want more, but um, it was definitely a grind, and it's just finding ways. Again, it comes back to the exposure, just because I thought I still think I have a decent show. I don't think I'm the best streamer, but I think I we do something fun and unique that. I don't I don't need the follows, I don't need the subs, I need the exposure and then let me, you know, mm-hmm. reel them in from there. And that's that's a huge part, it's getting exposure maybe, and that could be anything, you know, networking with a bigger streamer who raids you, uh, getting some front page time, getting uh, a dev to tweet you out, getting Twitch to tweet you out. I mean, there's a million different things, you know, to gain a little bit of more exposure, but I think that was key. But once once I felt like the show is is good and I could hook them, then, then my focus is on exposure, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like that would have been as effective if you would like focus the other way around if you've gone if you would have gone for like exposure first and then focused on making the show good uh i'm sure it would have been a different path but i i think it still would have worked you know Mm -hmm. i think um yeah i mean the exposure is huge on twitch you know but yeah then it would have been weird because it's like the next day they tune in and i've got a squirrel suit on (laughs) and they're like wait (laughs) Wait, this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah. They're like, so, what is this? What happened? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the squirrel suit. Sure. <laughs> so what is what is a, a character streamer for those who might not know? Sure. And this took this took a lot of thought. I was like, am I going to show up in character today or am I going to show? This is the first time I think I've done anything out of character in a long time. Oh, my gosh. Um, cool. <laughs> and, and usually I'm like, usually like when I go out to the meetups and stuff and they're like, where's your suit? And I'm like, well, you know, the CIA is chasing around squirrel aliens. So um, I got to be a little incognito and keep myself alert. But for those who don't know, I play a half man, half squirrel. I call it a Merle since that's my first name, Merle. And uh, we dress up almost like, have you seen Spaceballs? We dress up like uh, Barf, the half man, half dog. He's a mog. So (laughs) uh, it's very similar to that. And I may have stolen it. I may have. Um, But yeah, so we we do that. Um, It draws, I think a lot of people stop by. I get like about 50-50 who are like, are you a furry? And then the other 50 is like, that's really cool. I like your shtick. I like everything you got going on. So, um, you know, it's a risk. It was a risk reward type thing. And not everybody gets it. And I think some, some days I want to turn on and not be a dirty squirrel, but I do it anyway. (laughs) I guess I'm always a little bit of dirty squirrel. Hey, Hey, Hey. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about like choosing to, to portray a char- a character like sure. what was it that made you want to to choose to stream as a character instead of just being like the quote unquote normal 
version yeah. of yourself. <laughs> so I was going to your questions, and let me see what you wrote. You you just said normal, but you wrote authentic. What's the difference? You said the advantage of authentic streamers, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, I am right? authentic. Yeah. That's I'm authentic, a, so what do you mean? Well, that's a huge thing. People. We're going to get into that in just a second, right? Because that's like, okay. that is 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 big, I think, in the world of character streaming is like balancing yeah. being a character, but still being authentic. And it's diff, it's a difficult balance to strike. And there are a lot of people who have tried to be character streamers, but it comes across as like, it's not... Um, I, like it's not it's not authentically them right it's like them playing a character but they don't really believe in that character that character like they you know and, and and you can kind of right. get that sense of this person is just coming up with a stick to try and get more attention mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily something that they truly believe in and right. i think that's, I that might be that difference right yeah 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 so i'll tell you what you're asking where it started and i think it was just it was just a culmination of like doing different things. And then I, I maybe was watching Spaceballs one day and, and I was like, man, that would be funny. And I keep a book of every like idea and stuff I think of. And like we use half of them and it's just it's full of ideas. And I suggest everybody do that. I don't know. You can't see. Mm. So so one day I was like, oh, we'll dress like a squirrel. And then I was like, well, let's put it together and see how it does. And it worked. It was kind of funny. People liked it. And I think for me. And we'll talk more. I'm sorry, I just burped, didn't I? Um, <laughs> it's authentic. It's fine. <laughs> it's authentic. I'm, yeah, a dirty squirrel. You, I like you. Got, that's what you're gonna get. Um, so, <laughs> like, and to be authentic, I just wanted to. I want to entertain. I want to have fun. It's not about the game. I'm never gonna be great at games uh, because my brain tumor is really kind of messed with my vision. So, like, I, I, it's a funny running joke in my chat that I have squirrel aim, and or other people might it. Like, there's, there's a like. Stormtrooper aim, uh, potato, and then squirrel. So we're pretty much at the bottom. <laughs> but it just it's just all about entertaining to me. I just want to have fun. And, uh, again, it comes back to, you know, why I got into streaming. Like, this brain tumor kind of took it out. And I was just like, you know what? I want, I want to live my life to the fullest. I want to have fun. I want to make others laugh. So, yeah. That's awesome. I love mm -hmm. that. So you you kind of like found a home in character streaming and it just you tried it and it worked. That's awesome. Yeah. And I want to like shout out some of the bigger streamers who were doing it, I guess, kind of leading the way was like Future Man Gaming was kind of like just fresh. Uh, Burke Black was mixed in there somewhere. So they kind of paved the way there. They were they were the huge inspiration. Yeah. Those are both really amazing casters. If you all haven't oh. seen Future Man or Burke Black, like very much recommend they are mm -hmm. so good at what they do so let's talk about like obviously there are a lot of positives whenever it comes to character streaming but mm -hmm. what do you feel like might be some of the downsides that other people might not know about yeah so i we touched on it earlier just waking up and like starting the stream and being like I have to dress up. I have to be a character. And now I we stream for so long. A lot of character streamers, we stream for so long. So, like, you can't be in a character for eight hours with it, without a little taste of yourself coming out. So I'm not yeah. I'm not like Dr. Disrespect. He's, you know, it seems like his character is very over the top and, like, definitely not him. But maybe a part of it is him. You don't know. But, you know, part of me comes through this character. But so some days I just really, I just would love to sit back like this and... Honestly, I'd like to play a game and not say a word, <laughs> you know, or just <laughs> yeah. just play a game and be like whatever, or or listen to X type of music and just chill out and vibe and like that's not really possible. It's also very hard for the brand if if somebody shows up one day and you're 
you know, you're doing this. And then the next day, again, you're dressed like a squirrel. And they're like, wait, what happened? Why are you dressed like a squirrel today? Or like, why, you know, why weren't you yesterday? Or what if somebody stops by who totally would have gotten into the squirrel motif, but you weren't dressed up like a squirrel that day and you totally lost a potential viewer or longtime friend, you know? So mm-hmm. it's always tough. So I always want to portray my brand every day rather than take a day off. That's such a good shout out because that kind of like goes back to the standard consistency advice. Like you always hear people Mm -hmm. saying you have to be consistent with your schedule, but not a lot of people go into the, the idea that you need to be consistent in the content as well. So like the atmosphere, what you're doing during the cast, the, the squirrel (laughs) costume for you, Mm -hmm. like that's actually incredibly important for building the brand in a way that like Mm -hmm. builds trust and people know a little bit of what to expect. That's not to say you can never switch it up, but yeah, that's a, a really, really fantastic call out. So yeah. I, and I, I also think that streaming for eight hours and having that, like your true version of of yourself come out, that's why your character comes across as authentic, right? Is because your, right. your real self comes out too. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I have a lot of people who ask about character streaming, like, how do you put up, be a character for eight hours? I'm like, well, I'm myself for eight hours, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, but... I try to mix it up and try to be a little over the top, a little more. I mean, you you wouldn't get that if you met me out at a bar for drinks or whatever, you know, we're hanging out. Like, you wouldn't get that me, but you would get some part of that. So, yeah, for sure. Totally. And I feel like at a certain level, most streamers have that have that reality whenever it comes mm-hmm. to their streams. Like, we know we kind of need to bump our person- personality up to an 11, so that for way sure. we're actually able to entertain and to provide some content that's actually worth watching as opposed to just being our, our Netflix boring selves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So uh, my next question for you is mm-hmm. you've had some experience seeing uh, other character streamers and, and them kind of paving the way. And now with the experience that you've had yourself as a character streamer, what do you feel like makes a, a really good character streamer? I think people who are willing to put in the time to go the extra mile and think about their brand and everything that goes with it rather than just, I know, I mean, and most of the character streamers are doing this, but I think, I think a lot of people are seeing character streamers and be like, oh, I can do that. And they, they, a lot of them, and a lot of character streamers are using rigs or, you know, what is it? Face rig or character animator. And they're just thinking that that's enough. And I'm like, no, you have to, you still have to be a streamer. You still have to do the, the research. You still have to put in the time and the effort. So Definitely stuff to put in a lot of time. I love to see characters who have gone the extra mile or I'm seeing new stuff being done. Like, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen anybody do that before. That's pretty cool. Because then it breeds creativity because then I'm, I go back to my book and I'm like, hey, I saw somebody do this. What can I do that's like that but twisted in my my world and then make it better or make it different, you know? So I think that's cool. That's so powerful. That's mm. like the quote. What is it? Great. Oh, my gosh. I always forget this one. <laughs> Good artists copy great artists oh yeah yeah, yeah. but it's like you don't just steal and and do the exact Mm -hmm. same thing right that's not the the concept like Mm -hmm. the concept is that you take someone else's idea and you run with it and you make it your own that's the same advice that people give out to to youtubers too is look at the videos Mm -hmm. that are successful but do it in your own way for your own audience and bring that like uniqueness to it make it fresh right yeah my my art teacher always told me you know if you want to if you want to take something or you're going to take something, copy it and then do something to it and then do something else. And yeah. then it will be original. So do two things to it, like change it once and then change it twice. 
Yeah, I um, like that. So, yeah, it's huge. Ooh, that could be good streaming advice. Like, look at someone mm-hmm. else's stream, change yeah. one thing, and then change another thing. Yeah, and if you like something you. that one person's doing, yeah, change it and change it. And yeah, it'll be similar to an extent, but aren't we all doing the same thing anyway? We're just all turning on video games and being silly. <laughs> yeah, so true. So true. Okay, so we've established there's like obviously a difference between character streaming and uh, people who aren't characters, mm-hmm. as I as I coined them, like quote unquote <laughs> authentic streamers. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, but character streamers are still the the good ones are still incredibly authentic, and that comes out. And you see, even disrespect, right, has had streams where like he turns off the character and he'll oh, yeah. just he'll like go in and be like, hey, don't someone will be you know depressed or. or speaking out about you know their depression in his chat and he'll turn off the character and he's like listen i know what that's like like there's everyone people love you there's resources for you please don't do anything to hurt yourself like take care of yourself and i think having that like little even just small versions of authenticity like that is incredibly important whenever it comes to uh just making sure that you're balancing authenticity with like character streaming okay yeah uh However, do you feel like character streamers kind of like have an advantage over the more quote unquote normal streamers? Yeah, I was reading that. Yeah, I was reading that. And I was like, I say yes. And I say no. Mm -hmm. I say um, characters is a is a niche. Right. And you could have any number of niches. If you have a, you know, a sultry voice, uh, you're a character streamer or you're amazingly good at a game. I think that gives you an advantage over people who just you know the this game is so saturated now right these the twitch universe is so saturated right now that you need if you want to grow if you want to rise above the stock you have to you have to do something new you have to do something unique um and i think yeah being a character will give you an advantage i think being great at a game will give you an advantage i think having that sexy voice will give you an advantage um but so I think you need to use that stuff to your advantage. And if you have some of those things or you want to do some of those things. So I think I think if if you were to ask me turning on a stream or turning on a stream dressed like a squirrel is going to be better, I would say dress like a squirrel, you know, but <laughs> um, I don't think we have an advantage up on s- some other people who are doing different things or or actually, you know, putting in the time and effort and, and really good, you know, shoutcasters for the games they're playing, you know, or. Streamers. Yeah, absolutely. You know what that just made me think of was, <clears throat> yeah, the the Twitch community is getting like very saturated. It, it I feel like it has been saturated it for has a while been. now, it has but been. Yeah. but there's still a lot of content that doesn't exist yet. Do you feel like mm-hmm. there's ever going to come a point where there's just so many different styles of content on Twitch that there's like zero way to be unique <laughs> on the platform anymore? Oh, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope there's. <laughs> there should always be, you know, something you can do that's different. Again, it comes back. Just change something and change it again. And uh, you'll have something new and unique and throw it at a wall, see what sticks. Yeah. It'll no, be, I, I hope not. Yeah. It'll be really fascinating to see, like, all of the creativity that comes forward whenever mm-hmm. it's just way more saturated than it is now. Because we're just yeah. starting to see, like, the educational community come in, right? That, like, science and tech directory mm-hmm. is new. That's that's a, an entire group of people that haven't really had a, a space or a community space before. And a lot of people didn't even know that they existed. And that's going to keep mm-hmm. growing and growing as more people know that it exists and, and our educators themselves that come onto the platform 
So it's like, it's going to be really cool to see all of the different styles of content that come through. Okay, so let's do this, y'all. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna jump into a little bit of Q and A here. If you've got any questions for the squirrely man or myself, feel free to mm. throw them in the chat now. I've got one more question left sure. for you, and that is, what is your number one Twitch tip? Mm-hmm. I have kind of two. One is one is well, they're both life tips. Uh, and the first one is stay healthy because there's way too many streamers out there and you could do a whole podcast on this. But like I see a lot of people and, you know, draining themselves or, or sitting around for too long, not exercising, not stretching. So stay healthy. But more importantly, have fun. If you're not having fun, then streaming might not be for you. Uh, and streaming can be stressful, especially getting started. So have fun. Oh my gosh! Um, make yeah. it fun. If you're streaming to zero viewers or two or whatever, you and you're like, man, nobody's here, nobody's talking. Have fun with it. Like you're gonna stress yourself out, so just have fun. Uh, if you're if you're going into the mindset that you're gonna make it a business, that's fine. But make sure you're having fun doing so, and make sure you're you know taking the right precautions not to stress yourself out. It's so true. It it can be incredibly stressful because you're. Oh my gosh, there's there's growth <laughs> to think about, there's like the future mm-hmm. to think about, there's collaboration, there's so much to think about. Even whenever you have the experience after you've been streaming for like a year or two years or so and you know the social mm-hmm. media side of it, you know the the emailing, the the networking, the all of those other things, like there's still mm-hmm. a lot more to learn and a lot more to do. And I think like I think you're you're right. As much as I'm a big believer that anyone can make this something if they really, mm-hmm. really love streaming, if you don't actually sure. love it, you're not going to stick with it through the hard mm-hmm. times in order to keep going. Like you have to love this and you have to enjoy it. And I think if you don't, then it's just it's not for you and that's okay, right? Like there's plenty of other opportunities for you to do something else with your time, maybe even on Twitch, but doing something else like moderation or or talent management, who knows? There's still gonna be a lot of things that develop too in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nir, yeah. <laughs> Nir asked, could you <laughs> could you put on the character I was reading just this, to show? And I'm like, no, it's, it's a whole jump. Well, it's not even that, it's not even that. This is crazy because I've never done this like off stream or behind the scenes <laughs> behind the scenes with your your character so i i have my hat on but like we'll usually my hair's a wreck we have the we have the bandana which who knows why we, we had no idea why we wore a bandana but it was i think it was to keep these from getting loose so there's that and then there's the tail okay and the tail usually this is so behind the scenes i'm so scared um <laughs> This usually sits on the side, so it kind of gives the illusion that we have a tail, but uh, when we get raided, we'll take it off. We'll dance around, or if if I'm getting up, I'll put it on, or I'll, you know, turn the camera off so it's not, you know, I don't want to ruin the illusion that the tail comes off, but... Yeah, I mean, very, very easy to lose at parties. Let me tell you, <laughs> I think it's it's pretty much ruined now, and you're, mm-hmm. you're there's no more success left for you. On <laughs> no, Twitch, more magic, so. yeah. no more magic. No more magic. No more magic. If you really want to get a good look, too, we, we sometimes turn into a cartoon. Check our, our Spider-Man VODs. Um, yeah, we have... So wait, it's like a, Spider-Squirrel? No, well, we dressed up as spider Well, okay, so I'm going to start from the beginning. When we have a sub-statue, and when it completes, it turns us into a cartoon. And it's our squirrel avatar, but usually for the game, I like to 
uh, have a custom avatar made. So we had one for Spider-Man with like a removable mask and stuff. It was pretty cool. I thought it was cool. And uh, so that's, we had a lot of fun with Spider-Man. So that's, uh, if you want to get a good look, check out the Spider-Man bods. Nice. For, I'll leave those like character. we'll leave those down in the in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast. And then also, mm. uh, if somebody in chat wants to go and like grab those vods and throw them out yeah. so everyone can get a good sense of that, that would be super dope. Okay. Yeah. We've got a question from Penelope Squish who asked, "What do you think about setting boundaries as a streamer with viewers and tippers and even mods in the vein that some people feel that streamers should be obligated to their time?" Hmm. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think about? What do you, what do you mean, like boundaries? Though you mean like, I'm kind of confused with setting up boundaries. Yeah. I don't set up boundaries for anything. Yeah. So I think I think it's like setting boundaries with. Um, Penny was was kind of asking a similar question yesterday, which was setting boundaries mm-hmm. with tippers who think that because they tip or because they mod or maybe because someone spends oh, a ton yeah. of time in your channel that all of okay. a sudden they're they get more attention entitled? from you. Yeah, they're entitled to something from you. That's so tough because when somebody do, when somebody is an over tipper or, or or sub gifter, then I feel more obligated to them. But I know, like at the end of the day, if I were to turn off stream and they're like. Hey, can you pick me up from the airport? I'm like, hey, just because you gifted subs, I'm not, I'm not your chauffeur. So, like, I, I, I always keep in the back of my mind, but I think sometimes I do. I do sometimes. I, I don't want to say I over uh, love, you know, my strip, my tippers and gifters, but I do kind of flock to them more. But yeah, at the same time, they've earned it too, right? I mean, they've put a little extra money, so they get a little extra love. I don't know. Is that wrong? I don't know. You tell me. I think everyone I has to. So. Everyone has to to establish what that boundary is yeah. for themselves, right? And if that feels comfortable for you, then I think I yeah. think that that's fine. Like I, I've, I've had that experience too, where people. Um, I I think that's different. Like the situation that you're describing is mm-hmm. respecting that people have put. Uh, mm-hmm. more effort and energy into the content and you feeling like you want to make sure that they appreciate you for that or that right. they kn- they know that you appreciate them for that. But I think that's different versus the situation of like if someone is tipping a ton and then they expect to have like control of the content or oh, like yeah. they expect to to receive DMs from you every single day and, and talk to you for hours every single day outside of the stream. Like they, they feel entitled to relationship way beyond yeah no i don't i don't i don't think i've run into that problem and if i do like i'm just like i'm flat out like you've extended you've extended the bounds like just because you sub to me doesn't mean that we're friends or that like Mm -hmm. i'm your you know kind of scapegoat i've had some i've had some close some kind of scary stuff where people you know were worried about hurting themselves and i was like look you have the right outlets here's some outlets i'll help you get the help but i'm not the right person to talk to like and like but yeah i just I'm pretty easy. I'm pretty easy just being like, screw off. Like, I, like, you know, I don't take demands from terrorists, even if those terrorists gave me money. But, Ooh, um, but I also, so yeah, I also try, uh, I think I'm pretty good. Like I usually, you know, if I remember somebody had surgery, if somebody comes and chats for a while, that's actually almost better than tipping. Cause if you come and chat with me and tell me, you know, you had your birthday or whatever, something unique, a unique story, then it usually sticks with me. And then the next time I see you, I'll remember the story. So I think even chatting can be better, but that's, that's something else. But yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> that's so good. I love, I love the, <laughs> it's like the terrorism. <laughs> Don't take Whoa. demands from terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, Death by Buns asked, who or what inspired you to start your character stream? Was it what you intended for your stream to be, or did you evolve yourself slash stream as you streamed? Oh, everything's been an evolve. Uh, and I, I said it before, Future Man, I, I would say, takes 90, 98, maybe 99% of the inspiration for being a character. Um, but it, like I said, it started, I was literally had my feet kicked up on a couch, and I looked like this. Uh, except a little younger, a little more relaxed. <laughs> and uh, I just, I fed my dog treats for followers and we're on the Xbox and then it just evolved. Like it's, it then turned into, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And, uh, like even the show today is like, what else can I do? I'll add to the show, add to the show, add to the show. So we're always adding something, but it definitely evolved. Tomorrow will be a different show than yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. So you actually like keep a book of all of of your stream ideas. How is it that you mm-hmm. generate these ideas? Where do they all come from? Movies, TVs, other streams, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just uh, pull the book out here and just see. Like I don't know. Like here's one on show format. Here's one on Illuminati tubes. Right, I actually mailed out tubes to all my favorite streamers, people that like I I liked. They didn't take it too well. Don't do that. That's just that. Don't Wait, do what that. is it? I made these tubes and they like I I drew on these tubes and then I sent them like uh, like an Illuminati uh, stamped like it was a wax sealed letter with like a code and it. it was really clever. And I sent it to like I sent it to, like Code Carnage and Future Man and like they just kind of opened it and like threw it aside. And then they never, you know, like they never heard about it again. And I was like, well, that was a huge waste of my time. Not a waste, but like I just felt like they didn't appreciate how much time I put into it. And it was just really a thank you, but I guess it, it kind of, I, when I think back, it kind of came off as me sending them my marketing material and kind of trying to self-advertise. And that wasn't the point. I was just kind of like, hey, thank you for getting me into streaming. Here's some of my stuff, but like, thank you. You're the reason I got into it. Maybe it didn't come off that way. So Yeah. Do you feel like, <laughs> but, did they did they open that stuff up like on stream or? Some did, some didn't. Some I never even heard from. I'm like, I don't know if they got it or not. <laughs> Who knows? I, I think we did like 12 of them. Do you want to see one real quick? I can go grab yeah. one. I have like, yeah, hold on one second. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea. I think it's really interesting because it's you're you're putting something physical in the hands of people that have been hanging out with you, right? Or or even just people that haven't been hanging out with you, but people that have been uh, good inspirations for you. I think the 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 idea was good. He did a good job. I was Execution wearing pants. Is questionable. Oh, you were. Wow. Pants. I'm so surprised. What are what are pants? Anyways, Can you pants, tell me? right? <laughs> pantalones, el dirty pantalones. So these were the like tubes. So I and I know we're on podcast here, so you can't see them, but they were little mailing tubes, and I drew on them. And like, well, this one's got this one might have something. This one might belong to somebody. Um. Oh yeah. I don't know who I was supposed to send this to. And that was a little letter, wax seal. What? Yeah. And uh, and then I sent my look. Holy shit! I had some. I have another pizza pin. Holy cow! So I sent those out to like just some of my favorite. Anyways, that was just I was <laughs> young and dumb and thought that was a good idea, and turns out it wasn't. I think ultim- I think your your heart was in the right place. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Like <laughs> execution, they probably were like, "What is this? What? What? Right? Who's trying to advertise right here?" <laughs> right. Uh, i'm actually really excited that i i went and grabbed that because i one of my emotes is a pizza pin or is a pizza illuminati thing and uh i actually i only got 50 of them made and i lost mine and so now i found one that's cool nice yeah 
That's good. Uh, I'm really important. Asked, what are EDS's plans for the future or thinking beyond Twitch? Ooh. Who's EDS? <laughs> um, that sounds actually, like a disease. Okay. Right? <laughs> well, it's a, you know, you got that EDS from that dirty squirrel. I always say I, I slept with a dirty squirrel and I got, I didn't get crabs. I got a crab, just one lone crab. His name's Jerry and he, he lives in my treehouse and he won't leave me alone. He sings so tunes and eats my cereal. He's such a turd. What? Um, but my plans are some secret Illuminati stuff that I, I I will share with you. I'm working on building a physical set. If you've been to my show, I have kind of a digital set where I have like sh- like it's a treehouse, but then it has shelves, and my uh, my tier two subs get you know custom artwork. So um, I want to make a physical set, and then you guys are like, oh, he's going to build a treehouse. I can't really talk about it, and I'm not going to build a treehouse, but I want to build like a physical set and. I don't know, not something like nobody's seen before, and it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. Lots of plans, but I don't see it being done. We were hoping to even just start it right around this time, but I don't even see it being started till probably quarter two next year. But it'll be almost, it won't be a rebranding. Like, I'll still be a dirty squirrel and we'll still dress up the same. But like, I want to get a new suit. I want to get new everything and new alerts, new everything. It's going to be a complete overhaul, but those are my plans. That's um, awesome. I've yeah, always been. It's, I've been like wondering who's going to start bringing these massive sets to Twitch. Like <laughs> they exist in YouTube, right? YouTube yeah. is like you got people in mansions or you got people in these like crazy crazy sets. And some people on Twitch do have like a more of a professional set in that mm-hmm. in that way, but not as many as I feel like on in the YouTube community. So that needs to happen. Yeah. I um <laughs> I, yeah, I want to transform. Like, I have a whole room to my like my man cave is the squirrel cave, and uh, I'm yeah, I want to transform it into a, a spaceship almost. It's gonna be crazy. What? Yeah, I have a whole book for just the the squirrel 2.0, but oh my gosh, oh this, oh oh so. But it's see, like... this is gonna be totally different because you guys were asking like how did it evolve and like every day I've been adding new stuff and now it's like every day I'm adding something new but I'm also planning something new so like, it's it's all gonna come together at once which hopefully will work out like it's scary but. Hopefully it'll be cool. Yo, you yeah. heard it here first. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Hey. Yeah, yeah. hey. <laughs> That's awesome. E- 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 e. Okay, well, where can everyone go to find you? Um, don't come to my house. <laughs> don't come to my house. Uh, surely not. Uh, the nuttiest place on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash L Dirty Squirrel. Or you can go to Illuminati.tv. Or find me on Twitter and Instagram, L Dirty Squirrel. Okay, well, I hope that was illuminating for you. I'm I'm so sorry. That was a mistake. I take, I take it back immediately. <laughs> I hope that was helpful. If you have any more questions, feel free to at myself on Twitter or L Dirty Squirrel on Twitter. All of those links are down below in the show notes. Uh, Ashney Christ on Twitter, L Dirty Squirrel on Twitter. I mean, it's it's pretty easy uh i love you all so much i will see you in the next episode and we will talk about uh 2018 versus 2019 and all the changes you're gonna see there make sure that you follow el dirty squirrel just everywhere i mean he's an incredible incredible person squirrel thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to hang out with me that's awesome (laughs) Thank you so much. I love you all. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.